Do you really want your company to stand out in the crowded digital space? Do you want to get more people to know, like, and trust you with your story? Authentic Web Video Marketing Agency can help you to collect those stories, the stories that sell, connect the stories to the situation, produce the videos that you need in each of the situations, and then use the latest techniques, including video ads, retargeting, and email to deliver those video stories. Authentic Web is the video production and marketing agency trusted by top marketers to help their story stand out in a crowded space. Visit AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. I am Garlic here, and on this episode, we're going to talk today about creating consistent market, online marketing lead flow using evergreen strategies with an expert in the field, Jessica, and I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name, Nazarali. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, tell me, you know, before we get into this, how did you get involved in marketing? Mm, great question. So it kind of came about, um, I guess, ad hoc to a certain degree. I mean, I studied business and marketing at university, but it's funny what you end up studying at university, how applicable, oh, I say university, college, yeah. um, for everyone listening in, in the States. Um, sometimes what you learn at college slash university isn't very applicable to real life. <laughs> um, but I, I did study business and marketing. And how I got, I guess, into the online space was through starting a blog in 2011. And I basically tested out lots of different strategies to build up my traffic um, and to collect email addresses. And for about a year and a half, I was blogging, you know, five days a week um, I was being like very consistent and I had built up, um, I guess a relatively large following in a short amount of time. And then that's when other people started to come to me and I was, my blog was around like health, wellness and personal development. And I started to get, um, like nutritionists and naturopaths come to me and say, um, Jess, I'm about to graduate from school and I want to build up a platform to help me get clients can you help me to do this? And so that is essentially how I got into coaching slash consulting around, I mean, in the beginning, I mean, if you think back to 2011, like blogging, especially in Australia was um, kind of like cool and like the, the thing to be doing now, um, I guess it's not as uh, like social media is kind of probably more on trends. Um, but, 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 but back then a lot of people were interested in it. So I was, I guess, blog, online marketing, coaching, consulting. And that's really how I got into it. It was just from, you know, having practical experience and then following a need from my audience. 
Awesome. Well, that's good. Yeah, you listen to the need from your audience. Um, what was different? About, you know, because it, a lot of people wrote blogs even back then. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, two thousand four, you could write a blog, and whatever yeah. you wrote about, you were going to get a ton of people following you because there weren't a lot of blogs. Right. But now, yeah. two thousand eleven, there was there was a decent amount of blogs. How did you get a big following back then? Mm. Um, I think I was very consistent with the types of articles I was writing. So, you know, making sure I was, um, like using keywords and like, I, to be honest, I wasn't like super advanced, but I knew like enough about, okay, what is the keyword I want to be ranking for in this article and like doing some research and making sure I was using it. I also was, um, I think something that really helped me was networking with other bloggers. So, um, I was, you know, I wrote guest posts like very, very early on. So I'd reach out to people who had a bigger following than me, um, asked to write a guest post. And I was doing that like as well as blogging in my own blog once a week. I was probably writing a guest post per week. And so that obviously gave you like link backs. And in the beginning, I was just blogging on anyone's blog. But then as I started to get bigger and bigger names, it helped me, I guess, to leapfrog, leapfrog onto bigger platforms um, because I had that credibility. It's like, oh, well, I've been, I wrote an article on this website, which is similar to yours. Um, would you, you know, are you interested in this article? So I think um, doing that, I guess, consistent guest posting really helped as well. Awesome. Awesome. Are, yeah. Now, when you start to get into coaching, I mean, obviously, you use some of these techniques, but you've developed this over time now. You know, it's six mm. years later. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did you find was the biggest obstacles? You know, you have this marketing method, but what do you find is the biggest obstacles when you're consulting and coaching with businesses even starting to do this stuff? What are the things that they're getting wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now I help people to sell their products and programs using evergreen marketing. So having a consistent flow of leads and um, coming in into their business so they don't necessarily have to do a big public launch to bring in revenue. And I guess probably the biggest hurdle I see people face when they look to implement evergreen marketing is um, – People will get disheartened very quickly if it's not working like right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I laugh because I, like, I see that so much and it's just like everyone – because it's sold, right, as well, it just yeah. works and I'm, here's how I made a million dollars on this funnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's – you know, I was um, in a fa- my um, I have a Facebook group for my program, and I was in there the other day, and somebody wrote in, and she was like, "You know, when do you know if like your product's just not good, and you should just like give up and try something else?" And I was like, "How long have you been trying?" Like, and she literally like had the funnel up for like maybe two weeks, <laughs> and I was, and I was like, and um, and so I asked her a few questions. I said, "Well, how many leads have gone through?" You know. What is the like? Like she had an automate, um, an automated webinar. Like how many people have watched the webinar? What's your drop off rate? Like what are your open rates? What are your click through rates? And I think sometimes people like if they're not getting results, they just think of the whole thing as oh my god, absolutely everything is broken, and I just need to start something completely new. Whether I always go in and it's like, okay, well, let's like diagnose what the actual issue is. It could be like 90% of the funnels working well, but there's an issue like, you know, you're paying too much for an ad 
or, you know, something's wrong with the webinar or, you know, your open rates in your emails are just really low. And so clearly you're going to get a low click-through rate because nobody's opening your emails. So it's, yeah, it's, it's funny how people just, it's this lack of, I guess, persistency or um, usually when I explain it to people, like they're fine to keep on going, but it's, yeah, having this moment of, oh my gosh, nothing's working and this isn't going to work. I'm going to quit when that's really not the case. Like everyone has that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, on a daily basis, like, oh yeah, this isn't going to work. But uh, you know, yeah. you, you brought up a good point though. I see a lot of people, you know, just want to automate everything and do everything autom- automatic and, and without yeah. having something that sells. How do you make sure yeah. that these people are having something that sells? Are you only accepting clients that already have sold something before? Or? Mm, mm, that's a really good question. So um, in Business Mastery, I tell them before they, like say if they've never sold anything before, I say probably the easiest thing for somebody to start off selling is one-on-one coaching or a one-on-one service. Because that way you're going to really test out your product and make sure it works. And you can still be selling one-on-one services on Evergreen. Like you can still set up a funnel, which is consistently bringing in, you know, new discovery sessions, new people who are interested in purchasing what you're offering. Um, Because I I let them know that I think it's much easier to be refining your product on a one-on-one basis as opposed to in a group environment. Um, and because it is, uh, you know, it, it is, it, it, there are differences to selling something in a group environment than selling something one-on-one. Um, and I think getting that scale and leverage through selling through groups, um, I don't want to say it's a little bit harder, but you do need to have experience to back up the fact that, I don't know, you want to sell a $1,000 product and it's going to be a group experience. So the more experience you have either working one-on-one or you're selling one-on-one services, I think that then helps for you to leverage down the track. Yeah. And uh, we see that so many times where people just want to go straight to group coaching and, and really don't have any experience yeah. coaching one-on-one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. do you see the flip? Because I, this is something I see often too. And, and I think that there's a big opportunity for people out there that actually do like know what they're doing. I have clients that know, <laughs> know, like are really good at what they're doing, but don't think they're yeah. good enough, even though yeah. they have 20 years of experience. Yeah. How, how, do you, yeah. how do you get over that mindset with them? Mm, really, really good point. Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of people experience that as well, because I think to a certain degree, there are a lot of people coming into the market who may not have that much experience and... It can, I, I think it can make some people doubt who actually do have experience. Oh, wow. Well, am I really good enough? Like, will I stand out? All those types of things. Um, I think probably the easiest place to build confidence, I mean, this is what I tell my clients, even if you've had, say, like 20 years experience, I don't know, working in a marketing company or, you know, doing being in the industry and now you're wanting to go out on your own, take somebody through your program complimentary and don't just give a one or two free sessions because a lot of people do that, right? They're like, oh yeah, I gave Sally one or two sessions. It's like, no, no, no. Take somebody through your whole program. If it's a six-week program or a two-month program or even a three-month program, take them through the whole whole thing complimentary 
and treat it like they are a real client, a paying client. And that's going to give you so much confidence because you're going to see the transformations that they get. And then you're not going to have, um, I I find like nine times out of 10, that insecurity goes away because you see firsthand, okay, this is what, you know, they're able to do now. And okay, I have no issue charging now because I feel confident in working with clients in this way. That's such a good point. I mean, that's a great thing to do. But so many people are scared to do one thing for free, right? But then they end up discounting everything else later on because they're not confident yes. about it. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I work with somebody. I gave two away two free sessions. And it's like, yeah, that's – it's really not enough to build your confidence. And, I mean, you're getting experience talking to a client. That's great. But – something just really special happens when you take them through like the exact process, like you give them homework, you give them exercises. By the end, you may, you're going to be like, I have no issue charging because, you know, Sally's now made an extra 5k or, you know, she quit her job. She lost weight, like whatever area that you're working with them in, you're going to see that. And then you can just stand behind your value so much more. Yeah. And then, and then you have an awesome case story. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yep. You've got a testimonial case study. Yep. And how uh, how do you use these case stories in your? And I call them case stories. That's what we what we use because I want people Mm. to realize that you should be telling the story and not just giving the Mm. results. Uh, So what's how are you using case stories along the way in your marketing? Because I saw you have some great testimonials on your website. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good question. Um, so how I'm using case studies. So if, um, somebody takes my program and I feel like, um, they have like a really good story to share, I often hop on Skype with them and do an interview. So it is what I like to find out is, you know, how they use the information in the program and obviously what are the results that they've got. But then I also love hearing, oh, well, you know, you, you know, in module three, you suggested this, I tweaked it slightly and this is what happens. And so I love it also when people kind of make things their own. Um, I think that's, you know, very inspiring because then other people see that, okay, you know, yeah, this is, you know, the outline, but, you know, you really do have the flexibility to like work the system <laughs> and, and make it work for you. So I often put, sometimes I even put these case studies within the program. I think I have two of them in there at the moment, actually, um, because I think that's very inspiring for other people going through the program to see, oh, wow, you know, um, I'm thinking of Faye at the moment, you know, sh- this is what she did with her upfront offer. And, you know, this is the results that she got. Um So I might put, you know, the extended version. So I think the interview I did with Faye was about half an hour. So I put that whole interview within the program because it was, you know, it was also very technical, like she was walking through what she was doing. And then I put a very, like I cut it down slightly um, and put a video testimonial. I, I, I mean, I think it's on YouTube. We haven't really done that much with it yet, but in the future, it could be in a funnel or we could put it somewhere. But then we've also then broken it down and we have um, a text version. So then there's like a shorter text version, which is on the website and within email funnels. And then I also sometimes, um, 
if people email into client care and like they're interested in jo- like say they're interested in joining or have a question, um, we have kind of a format of how we respond. And sometimes, um, yeah, my customer service team will say, oh, and you know, I've also included, you know, a quote from Faye or somebody else who's taken the program, who's in an area similar to you and, you know, uh, and speaks to some of the points that you brought up in the email. Love so, that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, mm-hmm. and, and you, since you're reusing the same person, how, what are, yeah. do you feel like people feel closer to it or they feel like it's redundant? Like, I mean, they're probably not seeing it everywhere though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, and I have like a number, so it's not like it's, um, yeah, it's not I'm just only one. using one and it's, it's everywhere. But I mean, I, I don't think, yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to read the one email in the funnel where her testimonial is, you know what I mean? And like, it's on the sales page, um, a text testimonial, but then the actual long case study, I mean, that's in the program, but that's, you know, going into a lot more depth and that's just really to keep people who are already in the program inspired and also give value to see how she's used the training. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, cause my feeling is, you know, if I see someone, if I see their story a few times and if it resonates with me, I actually feel like more like they're my friend, even though I've never met them along the way, mm-hmm. along the journey. And it's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because mm. um, I've seen that before in like other courses I've done and whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, you know, there's Jason again. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, we're buddies. Um, oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but let's talk a little bit about your program, like the, uh-huh. the business mastery and evergreen marketing. I mean, how did you come up with evergreen marketing and exactly how does it work? Yeah. Um, so the process that I teach, um, in relation to evergreen marketing is called the evergreen model. And that's the process I teach within business mastery certification. So essentially what it is, is helping people to, um, most people who take my program, um, some of them have a product already. Some of them have, most of them have an idea for a product, but you know, if they don't have it, they're in the process of refining it. So it's coming up with that product or refining that product and then setting up funnels, email sequences, driving traffic um, consistently to a lead magnet and then putting them through, you know, a sequence of emails that then offers them to um, buy the product directly or book in for a discovery session or sales consultation, depending on what the product is. Um, That is a very you know, brief <laughs> overview, but yeah, we go into obviously a lot of, um, information around Facebook ads. Um, we have a strategy that we're using at the moment, which is around, you know, giving people a lot of content and lead magnets up front. So it's not just a matter of giving them one lead magnet. It may be a matter of showing them a number of blog posts, um, or a video on, on Facebook and then directing them to a lead magnet and then directing them to, you know, giving them other value in emails before you're even going into inviting them into the sale. Um, but it's, it, yeah, it's basically a process of allowing people to sign consistent clients without needing to necessarily go through a big launch to um, bring in that 
um, to bring in, you know, the revenue that the, that they desire. So I find it works really well for people who are, you know, starting out and may not have a big list, but they're wanting to, you know, grow their list quickly and be consistently enrolling one-on-one clients. Or people who have maybe done a big program launch once and realize they don't necessarily want to be launching, you know, three, four times a year, um, that it doesn't, you know, necessarily work for their lifestyle or they just didn't really enjoy the launch in general, um, (laughs) which seems to be a lot of people. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm hearing more and more. It's like, I just want to get out of this launch cycle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was that. I mean, how I came up with um, the ever, I started selling my programs on Evergreen and created the Evergreen model is because I, I mean, that was my story. I did my first big group program launch and um, it was a six figure launch, which was great. But I remember I got to the end of the launch and I was, I remember just thinking, okay, well, what's next? (laughs) And it was just basically, oh, well, you do another launch in six months. I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. So that's how I started looking into other people who were selling using evergreen strategies like um, Neil Patel and Mind Valley. And I, um, I like I now know those guys quite well, um, or people that work for those companies. And I spoke to them, and I said, oh well, why is it that you you use evergreen marketing? And they told me they said, well, you make more money because you're consistently selling and you can still, I mean, you can still do a launch once or twice a year if you desire to. So you could still, you know, have that big publicity as well, but they're like, well, why would you stop? I mean, why would you stop selling if people want to buy? Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, to me, it's just logical because you can service the people better. Yes. Yes. That's actually a really good point because it's um, and I don't think it's like nobody really talks about that. So that's a really good point, Ian. That it's actually quite stressful bringing on like a hundred, fifty, even twenty people if you've never worked with a group before, like all, and they're all beginners and they all like. Yeah, like how do I turn on my computer from a thousand people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like your customer service is slammed. Like you've just had this launch and then you're needing to really. Um, you know, it's not like you have a break then it's like, you know, you're then committed to this group of people for however long the program is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And also like, yeah, I mean, you can't really perform like at our agency, we like to perform what we call customer miracles. Like you, you, you don't have that extra hour to do something that is completely out of the ordinary for someone. No. <laughs> You're like, no, absolutely not. It's like 14 <laughs> hours a day of answering texts and emails or whatever. Um, but it, yeah. so I, lo- I love that philosophy. I mean, is there anyone, you know, I know we've talked about coaches, consultants, but is there, yeah. and you said for people starting out, but I mean, it, it seems like to me this would work well for pretty much any service-based business that is, yes. is not a, an immediate service. Like, I mean, obviously if you're a personal injury attorney, evergreen marketing is not going to work. But, uh, you know, it, like these other things, um, tell me who do you, what markets do you see that are mm. really working for that aren't thinking about this? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, photographers, photographers, I've had a few photography clients and they've gotten, um, like they've gotten a lot from setting up, you know, these funnels and, um, using evergreen marketing because, 
I mean, it's basically anyone who wants to consistently be enrolling clients, um, whether or not it's group program clients or service-based clients or coaches and consultants. So I've seen it work really well with photographers. Um, I've also seen it work really well with graphic designers. Um, I'm thinking of other services that have worked really well. Um, Even like I've had a couple of product-based businesses take my programs and you know, it's obviously the program isn't marketed towards products. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I have an online health food store in Australia, so I oh, cool. can't like I get you know <laughs> the challenges of having a product based business business. Um, but I've always said to people before, before they enroll, I'm saying, look, you know, it's not like this isn't designed specifically for product based businesses. Be aware of that. But um, I mean, a lot of the same content still is applicable even as long as you have the margin, right, to be acquiring customers. And so that's, yeah, that's a great point. Yes. Yeah. If I mean, if you don't have your if – you, if your margins aren't at a certain level, then it's probably going to be um, – just, you know, harder to, you know, be getting the ads working for you potentially um, if, you know, your margins are really small. However, if you have, you know, a, a more high-end product, you can spend more money acquiring the customers and then you can have all the funnels set up in the background. So, we've had a couple of um, product-based businesses actually take the course and um, they've gotten, you know, really good results from it because, I mean, ultimately it is about you know, putting out great content and then setting up sequences of emails that are getting people to know, like, and trust you and then inspiring them to take the next step with you. That's awesome. And and so yeah, you talk about emails and you talk about Facebook marketing. Are those your two primary sources of contact? Are you using any other types of marketing as well in Evergreen Marketing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, so Facebook ads, um, joint ventures, so affiliates. Um, and then organic. So we put a big focus on creating really good content. Um, I also have a podcast, so it's, well, it's kind of hard to track podcasts. Um, (laughs) maybe you could, I don't know if you have any insights around that. We can talk about that later. Um, my podcast is relatively new, but I, I, I can see, you know, a lot of people who end up being my clients do listen to it, but it's just harder to track. Um, but um, we put out a really solid blog post once a week. And so that is, you know, 1,500 words, um, hitting the key words that we want to be hitting, um, promoting it on social media, um, you know, boosting that post. Um, and we're finding that I was a little bit, even though I had a background in blogging, I kind of took my foot off the gas in terms of creating content for my own website for a while, just because I got so busy with um, clients. And then in the past, I would say six months or so, we've really had a big focus on, you know, creating solid video content, creating solid blog posts. And that's definitely helps boost our organic traffic as well. That's interesting. You know, I have an SEO background and for all the stuff that I, all the people I have on here, you know, we all, I have a lot of ad people, a lot of funnel people and people have gotten away from that organic traffic. Yes. And it's still, I mean, it's still, I think the best thing out there. It's still, it's it's just harder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, um, 
I mean, I just look to people, like say Neil Patel is someone I really love. And I mean, I think he's been running a blog post a week for like, I don't know, 10 years or something like that. Um, but he gets so much organic traffic and, and I think it's, it's, it's the organic traffic, but then it's also being seen as somebody who knows their stuff because you're producing really good content. And I think that is an area where, um, specifically like coaches and consultants, um, or online businesses can get, like you said, they get away from that. Cause it's like, Oh, well the ads are working. So let's just supercharge the ads. But, you know, ads are getting, I mean, ads are getting, you know, more and more expensive, I think. And working less. Still, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, that's, that's a great point. So, you know, for us, we have a video agency. I've, I've been doing video for, online video for 10 years. Video is important to me. Um, how, how do you coach your, your clients in Evergreen market, Marketing to use video? Mm, good question. Good question. Um, so it depends on the per. So I'll, I'll be on it. Like some people just have a lot of resistance to doing video. And I mean, I get that I, in the beginning I did as well. Um, so some people just, you know, n- naturally that's just not going to be the first thing that they do. And if somebody's starting out, I always say, okay, well, you know, start creating content in a medium that feels good to you. So is it audio? Is it video? Is it live streaming? Is it written content? Um, I do like really encourage people if they do feel confident doing video to do it. Um, you know, maybe it's a matter of um, having uh, like if they're producing a video blog each week or are they, you know, consistently live streaming if they've got um, if they already have like an existing social media following that they can leverage there. Um you know, even little things like within the evergreen model itself, putting um, videos on thank you pages and opt-in pages. I always find that typically helps conversions. Although sometimes, you know, I've done that myself and it's like, oh, the page without the video is converting better. Interesting. Um, but I think it's always something good to, to test. Um, and then as well, you know, webinars, I find webinars that work well for me are webinars that have a combination of being on camera and then also um, showing like slides and information. So if people are happy to kind of do a combination of both, then I think that's brilliant because people want to see the person that they're ultimately um, considering working with. Yep. Yeah. And that's a, that, you know, that's such a good point because I, I talked to people recently so many people that haven't started a business before and they worry so much about the name of their business when really, I'm until, yeah, I mean, it, it, people are buying you. I mean, it's still, yeah. my business has been around for 10 years. People still barely know the name of it and they, you know, they, they always know my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. And that's such a good point because you get people, they're, they're buying you, right? Yeah. Especially in coaching yeah. and consulting. That's what they're buying. Yeah. It's you. Um, yeah. Awesome. So how do you get started with evergreen marketing? Tell me a little bit about like if someone who ideally would be a, a person for it, how, what, and how they get started. And also like, what do you see as the average time before someone really sees awesome results with evergreen marketing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great questions. Um, so I'd say the best person for it is 
a, you know, someone who just, you know, they want to be signing consistent clients, whether it's um, one-on-one clients, if they already have a group program and they just want to get leverage there, um, or, you know, someone who maybe some of those service-based businesses that I mentioned before. So maybe you're a graphic designer, photographer, um, and you just want to be working with clients consistently. So I would say typically how long does it take? Again, it depends how long, it depends how much you apply yourself. So I work with some clients who are working in a full-time job while they're doing this on the side. And I mean, that's how I started my business and it's totally possible, but you know, it's just going to take you probably more time because you have less time. Um, that just kind of goes without saying, I would say, you know, the average person probably to get it's set up and running and to have run a few tests and to start seeing some like good results uh, around about like the three month mark. But again, it's like, it's, you know, it depends. It just really depends on how much you apply yourself. Like if you're kind of all gung ho, you know, you, um, you're working your business full time. I've seen people like, you know, just kind of like they whip out a webinar in like a week, <laughs> like they write the, the funnels within, you know, 10 days, they put it all up. Okay. They're testing it. Okay. Now they're doing another round of iteration. So it depends. It just really depends how quickly you want it to a certain extent. But I would say, you know, if you're giving yourself like a three month buffer, that's probably um, a good amount of time. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. And so like I said, where, where do we go? Okay. Get, okay. Get yeah. 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 To get started, you can um, go to businessmasterycertification.com and you'll be able to see um, all the information about you know what is involved in the Evergreen model and how you can use Evergreen marketing to enroll consistent clients. Um, I also have a training that you can go and check out. Um, that's at Evergreen. My God, my mind's blanking. <laughs> Baby brain. <laughs> um, I'm due in like three weeks. What's the link? Um, you can go to it's there's just it's Jessica Nazarali forward slash webinar. That's one of the links that will take you there. We have a few of them. Um, but that's a training on just basically what evergreen marketing is and how you can use it. And um, I just kind of like break down some of the concepts and give you some some strategies of how you can go about implementing it. So if you're just kind of really new to all this and you want to get an understanding of what it actually is, um, that would be a great place to go. Awesome. 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 Well, Jess, do you go by Jess or Jessica? I see Jess here, but you can call it Jessica. Um, either, either or. Jessica, Jess, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, and Hopefully, we'll have you on again soon after you have your baby, obviously. Maybe like two weeks after. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but thank you so much for being on the show. It's been awesome. Um, it's such great information, and I think this is a fantastic uh, program that you have here. Oh, thank you, Ian. It was a pleasure. I love talking about this stuff. So, yeah, I would love to be on again in the future once everything's calmed down a little. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And thank you all for listening to the Garlic Marketing Show. Uh, it's been I and Garlic. Thanks for taking Jessica and I on your journey. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow I and Garlic on Facebook. 